fresh off another exciting Mandalorian episode, we're left with one burning question. What is Project Necromancer? And for you guys, I'll have three theories that I believe could be this project. Stay tuned. Hey guys, Brent here, back for Geek Fairings. If you're subscribed, you already know what we're about. We're talking about anything geek that we know, love, and admire. We've been spending a lot of time in the world of The Mandalorian recently. We have DC's Titans covered tonight, as well as we'll have Demon Slayer on Sunday. But look, first things first, Mandalorian. We just had a killer of an episode. Tons of amazing things happen. I'm not going to cover any spoilers at this exact second, but there will be spoilers ahead. So if you have not watched the episode, I would suggest doing that, then circling back to this point in time. But look, Project Necromancer was kind of dropped by the Shadow Council during the middle of this episode, and it has some serious implications for everything that's going on because to have a Shadow Council meeting and not have the Grand Admiral, you know, the boy Thrawn, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who's going to basically single-handedly carry the Ahsoka series, Lars Mikkelsen. Yeah, he wasn't present. So clearly, Project Necromancer has some serious implications for him to be so busy that he can't be bothered with stuff like this. And to understand Project Necromancer, we first need to understand what a necromancer is. So I have the definition for you guys just so we can have a basic inspiration for where to go from here. A necromancer, a person who uses witchcraft or sorcery to reanimate the dead or to foretell the future by communicating with them. And that is something that is very painfully obvious what this could be. I've got three theories for you. The first one, I'm gonna start off with the most logical one and probably the easiest one that Disney is 100% reaching for because they really want to connect the Mandalorian to something that they feel did not do well. And that is to resurrect Palpatine. Very, very simple. To reanimate the dead is what a necromancer or sorcerer will do. Palpatine, yeah, they've been working on bringing him back for a while. And um, if you have been paying attention to anything going on within this series, you understand that cloning has been huge. It's been brought up time and time and time again throughout this series. They are putting nail on the head to remind us every single step of the way. Cloning is the key. Cloning is what we're going to have going on. And even... When we had the return of Moff Gideon, he was calling out other people inside the Empire. I was like, you're way more into cloning than I am. I don't care about that nearly as much as you do. I'm in charge. Not really into that whole cloning thing. Not really about that. So whoever is really in charge of the cloning, be sure to write down their name because that is very important. Because ultimately, I believe that individual will be the one that brings about Palpatine this way, shape, or form. And look, as much as we don't want to go down this rabbit hole and connect the, something that has been as good as the Mandalorian overall, albeit there's been a couple episodes here or there that haven't been overall fantastic, it's going to get tied up with the new trilogy, and that's going to be what it is. I prefer. I personally did not 
like the sequels in any way, shape, or form. I really, really loved The Force Awakens when we didn't have the other two movies that followed it because I had already theory crafted how this series should have gone, as I'm sure most educated Star Wars fans would have. We had good endings for everything. And then we got what we got. So that sucks that they're ultimately going to use a series that's been as good as The Mandalorian to tie everything together. But just in the name alone, reanimate the dead. Who in the Empire would you want to bring back that can bring prominence to them, that can help them overthrow the New Republic? Papa Palps. He's the big name. He's the big face. He's the one that's going to put butts in seats. And ultimately, I think Project Necromancer is ultimately for him. The second option we have is very boring and very basic. And ultimately, I think, is kind of tied in with number one. So I may be cheating here a little bit when I say this. They want to resurrect the Empire. And, well, the easiest way of doing that is to bring back anything that has any semblance of power to help them get ahead to overthrow the New Republic and everything that we got on. And, well, Project Necromancer would be an ideal name for doing this because you're trying to reanimate their dead empire. Ultimately, I think it applies more to a person than to their necessarily regime, and Palpatine would be the way of bringing back the empire. So it kind of goes hand in hand, but at the same time, there is a significant difference between people who want Palpatine back in power and people who just want them to have power back, if you can see what I'm saying here. Because when Palpatine was in charge, well, the Empire was powerful. Everyone answered to this one man. And if you didn't agree with this one man, you usually died a horrible, horrible death. You disagree with the Empire, but you're the one in charge. They're always around people to get in power, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm more afraid of someone who can force choke me and use lightning on me or can read my mind and influence my decisions than someone who's got a gun. You know, it's like, I would rather take blaster fire than lightning. Just going to be that guy and split those hairs. They want to resurrect the Empire without the Force users so that they can ultimately continue to have control, which, I mean, Grand Moff Gideon has been... 100% about himself, his business, everything he's got going on. He's used the Jedi to gain power. He used clones to gain power. He's used the Mandalorians to gain power. Basically, anything he can grab onto to lift himself up over that precipice and take that next step in terms of power, he's been that guy. And then the third option really, really goes hand in hand with one, the Sith. And why in the world would they even be concerned about bringing back the Sith. Well, it would easily tie into everything that they had going on in the earlier seasons of The Mandalorian, you know, the seasons that the fans really resonated with. The fact that they were so interested in Grogu, in his story, in his actions, and everything he did, the midichlorians trying to get the whole process figured out. It goes in, ties in with the games surrounding Cal Kestis, that they are out here hunting for sensitive people to try and get everything in this galaxy brought together succinctly. And I know that's a different timeline, but it feels really, really nice to mesh that in with what we have going on here, which show the Empire has a continuation of certain stories to get things to be in place that need to be where it is. And the only reason that they would ring about the Sith is ultimately they believe that through sheer brute force, they could not overthrow the, the new Republic, almost said the Empire, the new Republic. 
that Princess Leia has put about in this galaxy. And the way of tipping those scales, the Sith, the Jedi Master, uh, Luke Skywalker, is still very much prevalent right now. People know that Ahsoka exists, that exists in this universe. I know there's probably a few Jedi still kicking and scratching in this galaxy because that just seems to be the way it works. Or Order 66 seems to be less and less effective as the years go on in the Star Wars galaxy. It's like, oh yeah, everyone died except for this person and this person. It's a lot like planet Krypton with Superman. It's like Superman was the only one to escape. And then next thing you know, you get this person and this person and this person and this dog and his cousin and this. And you're just like, oh, okay, we get it. It wasn't effective. No, there are very, very few people that ultimately died from this because things had to be retconned so you could continue to milk it for money. Ultimately, if you want to milk the New Republic, you take advantage of their systems, their rehabilitation, and use it to gain power and influence behind the scenes. Get yourself and your people in the positions that you need to so you can ultimately find a way to bring back the Sith and overthrow the entire galaxy and start over from scratch, which ultimately we all know how this ends, regardless if it's Palpatine, regardless if it's the Empire, or regardless if it's the Sith. The First Order will rise from these ashes, led by the ultimate clone, Snoke, who is obviously Papa Palpatine, because why not make an entire nine movies focused on him? And sure, we'll bring back Ray, I guess, because people asked for that. I don't think anyone really did. Come at me in the comments below with your thoughts, theories, suggestions. I believe Project Necromancer overall is entirely built to bring back Palpatine because, A, we've had clonings going on. The name Project Necromancer is to resurrect the dead. Resurrecting the dead would be to obviously revitalize the person that is Palpatine, bring him back because ultimately we know he's not dead in any way, shape, or form. And that perfectly ties into everything we have going on and that will ultimately tie in everything going on in the mandalorian to the sequel trilogy that ultimately well people have their feelings on but ultimately we tie them together so it could help raise up the intellectual property that disney made in haste and in error but i don't have anything else for you guys be sure to leave your thoughts in the comments below be sure to subscribe if you agreed with any of those theories that you saw below if not i will see you guys in some of the next videos that we have which will be tonight's dc titans season four part two let's end it on a high note guys have